0: Hello, this is Brian Walper with another episode of the Chasing Tone podcast, a podcast about guitars, amps, effects, as well as a healthy dose of interesting off-topic discussions. Joining me today is Richard Wyland. Richard Wyland, actually not Richard Wyland.
1: <laughs> a really Oliver, terrible thing has happened, listeners. <laughs>
0: Richard <laughs> Oliver Walper's own man of many hats, and of course, um, we have uh, Travis Feaster. I mean, I don't even know how to describe Travis Feaster, <laughs> the man who started it all with me. And who <laughs> left, uh you know, in, in good circumstances, but then came back as the national, I'd say North American sales manager now.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. So
0: full-time, Travis is back. I back am the seat.
2: I am back in the, the, the MI industry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Congratulations! Oh, it's,
2: it's awesome, man. I, I love it. I've wanted to get back since I left. Uh, just, you know, and and... It's cool, obviously, because I'm still associated with Wampler Pedals, but a bevy of other great brands as well, so it's awesome.
1: Fine, fine brands and their fine, fine websites.
2: That's right. (laughs) We'll (laughs) we'll link
1: them. (laughs) How are you guys doing today? I'm all right. I'm surprised that we've got uh, Indiana Blake with us instead of Portland Blake, (laughs) but, uh, you know, we roll with the punches around here, Bri, as you know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so instead of, like, American Spirit cigarettes, which Portland would do, I'd, I'd just dip Marlboro, you or Marlboro Triple Blacks.
1: <laughs> Death. Do you remember that brand? Death cigarettes. Did you have those over there? No. They were just a skull and crossbones, like, long before <laughs> there was any advertising of, like, bad things on cigarettes. Anyway, cigarettes are bad. We shouldn't talk about them. Yeah, not uh, at all. But, yes, Um. so as per the intro, you have rejoined... Uh, the mothership of Wampler, um, yes, and uh, you are finally back. Brian was saying stuff like, like he didn't want you back, though. I mean, is, is that true? Or is, <laughs>
2: well, I'm sure he had absolutely nothing to
0: do with the, de- uh, with the decision. Well, I was like, that
2: fellow is just way too <laughs> handsome with way too good of a hairline. <laughs> oh, it's, it's uh, retreating, not receding.
0: Oh, oh, it's what, retreating. Have, whatever. You so got a I, few
2: years on me. Yeah, that
1: is true. It, it is, is like it looking is, at kind of like younger Brian and older Brian here, Because you've kind of yeah, got right. similar color hair. And it is retreating, but not as fast as Bryce. Bryce, okay. that's, Bryce is that's being just, the Indiana quick step. Yours is, yours is still waltzing. So you're that's fine. That's just because we're
0: both from Martinsville and everyone's related here. is
2: this a British thing? We all look the same.
1: Oh, oh. oh. Shots fired already. Boo, 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 boo. Shots fired. Uh, on. So no, welcome back. It's gonna be awesome because uh, obviously we will get to work together, which we have not yet done uh, very much of, and I'm looking forward to it. But most importantly, there's two people to take the piss out of Brian now.
0: <laughs> like I needed more. We've doubled like I need up more people making on fun the
1: sarcasm. of sarcasm <laughs> an executive level of sarcasm, Brian. There you are go. now you are now <laughs> in trouble.
0: That's true. And also, you know, whenever I need those new Sedano amps, I'll be like, Trevor.
1: Uh. <laughs> oh, you make so. a very good point there, by the way, Bryce.
2: <laughs> or the Morgans. and I mean, you don't want to leave anybody yep. out. That's, the true.
1: That's true. I have Morgan okay. in the garage, actually. I've not even plugged it in yet. And what? the other day. What? I don't have a lot of room and I've got a Soldano. So, you know, uh, I, what, I don't. Which Morgan? Uh, it's a dual 20 head okay. and uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a 2x12 cab in there. Uh, nice. Dennis has asked for it back though, so I, I didn't get away with
0: it. Uh, so the do it's So which which amp is that based off of? Is it like a
1: Voxy thing or? Yeah, it's uh, a Voxy Voxie mixed with a Fender, I think, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think so. Let, let's ask our head of uh, sales. <laughs> you put me on the spot. That's
2: the way I understand. I haven't played them all. I went out to California. What? That's terrible. I, I know, right? You know, I need to. I need to get some sent to me. But no, I went out to California and. I was out there and I did get to play through just about everything. And awesome. between you and I, Dennis may be busy with a couple other amps for a couple weeks. So you may have a grace period there. No, he wants so, to send so it so to So we should awesome.
0: back up and say who Dennis is. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. This Let's is... keep him
1: mysterious. He listens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he listens. Don't he's give the, him credit. He's the international version of Travis, right?
1: <laughs> the he's much more, more successful, far more handsome. handsome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, far more debonair. Um, no, uh, and what a time to join us, Travis, because you join us at the birth of, well, our probably most complex pedal. It is definitely our most complex pedal to date, the Metaverse Multi Delay. Yeah. I feel
0: like we should give it a round of applause. And, and, and our entry into the plugin market,
1: I would say. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> said it, you said the words. Now yep. we can't go back.
0: I'm just saying, I've I've been yelling about the plug-in stuff for a long time, and now I'm like, hell yeah, brother.
1: Yeah. What, what Brian oh, yeah. means by he's been yelling about the plug-in stuff, he's been yelling at us about the plug-in stuff. Like, why isn't it ready yet? That's like all I've heard for about a month. No, it's really exciting. So uh, let's kind of dial back a little bit. I just want to address something before we get on, on to you, Brian, because a lot of people are going to say... Why have you named this pedal the Metaverse? Isn't that something to do with Mark Zuckerberg? Um, and I'm just going to yeah. say... I, th- I thought out. about
0: sending him a season desist.
1: Yeah. Because we actually... <laughs> Zucks, you got to watch actually, out.
0: We actually trademarked it before Facebook decided, I got none to Let's call this company Metaverse. And I'm like, no, come on, <laughs> man. That's going to be a pedal.
2: Don't do that. <laughs> it is Brian unreal Wampler, because, innovator.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say that we we kind of predict the future here, but we definitely do predict the future. But, no, we we did register this. Eight, well, we came up with this name like two and a half years ago. We we had Multiverse. We had Metaverse. And, and we stuck with Metaverse. We thought, it, we
0: thought about Instagram for a minute. But yeah, then we're
1: like, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> Brian, yeah, I, I, Again, yeah, with Instagram, the MySpace, the Wampler the MySpace, that would have been Ooh, a great name. That's going to be a yeah. Actually, I'm going to write that down. That's uh,
2: future-proof, <laughs> is what that is, that's future-proof.
1: The Wampler ICQ, that's a very old thing. <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> oh, wow. AOL, I'll just go all <laughs> back. Yeah, the Wampler Prestel, that's a... Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, it is called the Metaverse yeah. because it is literally like a box full of all these delays that you can just get lost in. So it was the perfect word, so... I'm not going to say bad words about Mr. Zuckerberg, but we have trademarked it, so uh, watch yourself, boy. Right. As long <laughs> as he doesn't go into the guitar pedal market, I think it'll be okay. Which he will. Yeah. And, and
2: you, you'll lay off of him. Right. right?
0: Until that point. That's the line. That's the line. That's, that's the, the turning point. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. And you don't want guitar pedal money coming after you, Zach, <laughs> I'm telling you. you,
1: know, you we, we can buy all of three hours of a lawyer's time. I mean, it'd be difficult to fight as, that. Right, as
0: long as, you know, they're a practicing
1: student at discounted rates. I mean, it should be fine, you know. <laughs> and we can pay them in pedal coin. Right, right. pedal <laughs> coin. Nine. How many ethereals does it take to defend against Zuckerberg? Because we've got a few. <laughs> we can use those. Ethereals and Tumni. <laughs> um so no let's dial this back and be sensible for a minute i'll try uh Brian, tell me why uh you wanted to make this pedal and and tell us and and the audience why you think this is a special pedal for for wampler we'll be right back
2: is real music dying what even is real music and who are we to judge that well, my father is a lifelong musician, and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird, and the deep questions, and we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer, or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in, and go follow Mab Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Well, I, uh, so a couple, a couple reasons I've been doing a lot more recording and actually gigging more and, and doing a lot of writing actually too. And so there, uh, so that's, you know, I've talked about that before, but that's a big reason why I'm like, all right, I, uh, I've just started going all in on plugins, like just buying different plugins and all this different stuff. So I guess that's probably the interest for the plugins, but then, from a pedal perspective, I, I was just always wanting to take more delays to the gig than what's really necessary. And especially like, you know, Travis, you'll know this club, this bar. It's in Morgantown. It's the little, I, forget, God, I can't remember the name of it. It's off, it's off the top of my head. But little bitty bar in Morgantown where they they kind of shove some chairs out of the way. Morgantown, mm-hmm. Indiana, for those who are warning. They kind of shove some chairs out of the way. So you got just enough room for a drum set. That's about it. So you kind of <laughs> squeeze in, like right in front of the drum set, you know? And it's pretty hard to bring a big pedal board. So I needed more pedals into one pedal, <laughs> you know? So I'm like, okay. This is know, the most compelling
1: I just- pedal origin story <laughs> I've, I've heard since seeing uh, Spider Man mourn the death of Uncle Ben. Well, I, think. Well, I mean,.
0: <laughs> So, so I mean, I wanted the ability to get all these different types of delay in a small box, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. so why don't we just why don't we do what we did with the Terraform and put all these delays into a box, and then just make them as good as we can? And then I need the ability to record with them, so I also need plugins. I need the plugin version of it too, because it's when you want to add like. A certain type of delay to like a vocal or something like that it just it, it it operates a little different in the plugin world than running a pedal
1: into the board it just does So no, and we'll, we'll touch on the plugins at length but i'm more gonna just focus on the hardware first because the hardware has some very neat features by oh um, yeah it's got two switches it's got a two knobs, switches it's got stereo ins and, and outs jacks yeah, yeah, MIDI. Uh MIDI which you know all about Brian because you've extensively tested all the MIDI functionality. Oh,
0: I you know, I love MIDI
1: and all its all its features. It's amazing. Um, but what what it's got I mean, I've been using this pedal in A form for a year and a half now um because I don't know whether you guys listening knew, but there was a pandemic and there were part supply issues and yada yada. But we we've been wanting to bring this out for a while, uh, and and it's amazing that we have. But it's got so many cool things. So the MIDI functionality on it is way way more enhanced over the Terraform. Basically, the Terraform just let you have eight presets. With with the Metaverse, you've now got 127 MIDI kind of standard um and everything is controllable via cc's and it accepts a midi clock which is absolutely brilliant um if you are building a rig oh oh brian i'm selling your pedal with your name on it for crying out loud so, man so <laughs> It doesn't let say it, Oliver it, on it. It <laughs> says Wampler on it. Should say so Oliver let, on let, it.
2: <laughs> let me interject there, right? Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I started checking my email. So like,
1: <laughs> heathen, pair of heathens. Honestly, the MIDI is the best feature of this.
2: So MIDI clock, okay. Like, admittedly, admittedly, I, I can't think of a pun there. Whatever. But anyway. I don't use MIDI. I I would like to. Is the MIDI clock, does that mean you can just set all your effects to the same time? Right.
1: So the the MIDI global clock is exactly what it says. No no funny Brian Wampler trickery there. It (laughs) is literally, on your MIDI controller, you put in a patch. You create a patch on your MIDI controller. You say you're playing a song. So in Brian's case, I don't know, that song would be... um, Stairway to something heaven, about, let's just something say. Something about trucks. Yes. Stairway to heaven?
0: Oh, oh, I that, that woke
1: him up. Uh, and, and you basically <laughs> no, it's, plumb in it's the. Gonna be Luke,
0: it's going to be like Luke Bryan or Jason Aldean. <laughs> Never or... heard
1: of either of these people. <laughs> what? You, you plumb in the BPM for the song you're playing and mm-hmm. it sends that to all the pedals. So you don't have to worry. Nice about syncing up and and what's really cool is if you're playing multiple patches and you can change the the bpm in those patches and it just sends it to the pedal and there are other things you need to do to sort of calculate subdivisions and and things like that but it is it just opens up the pedal completely for like if you're practicing the same songs a lot and you're using a lot of effects then it's the way forward because you create patches and you just kick off everything perfectly so it sends a clock signal that goes into this pedal and out of this pedal into other pedals that use okay. the MIDI clock. Oh, that's so that's awesome. It, it is, it's, honestly, such a simple but really useful feature because it means setting up presets is easy. You don't need to worry about the delay time because that's the number one thing you're going to be fiddling around with is normally the delay time. You don't need to worry about it because you just set a, a BPM and go. For, for most right. of Brian's songs, the BPM is about 35, though. Uh, <laughs> It's that old clopping sound with the horses. That's, that's how it starts, isn't
2: it? <laughs> well, see, I think that's awesome because the delay pedal I use now, I, I really like it, okay? But anytime I hit any knob on there, it's it resets the delay time. I don't know what it is. Like, anytime I change, it might be something wrong with it. But, uh, like, literally, if I fat-foot it and I accidentally hit any knob other than the switch, the delay time changes. I mean... The, so that's the, that's an annoyance to me. So I'm really looking forward to getting the The thing
1: with this board. pedal is is it, it, like every other one plug you put it on your board, you have it all dialed in at 12 noon, it'll sound great. I mean, you want right. to fiddle, fiddle with the delay time if it's at 12 noon, it'll be at, you know kind of like a second or roughly whatever. But you you plug this thing in via MIDI if you're a gigging musician, it just takes all of the hassle out of it. You put in half an hour mm. of setup and it just takes all the hassle out of it. I've got like 40 different patches on my midi controller now i never touch the actual controls of the pedal it just does it all for me and it's also kicking off the terraform at the same time so i'm you know for a lot of songs i've got uh more than one effect going on and there's a really neat trick with the metaverse which is why i wanted to concentrate on the hardware side (laughs) bry um which is we've made two really cool additive flange delays on there being the jet and the mod uh delays so It means if you're setting up a delay and flange and maybe phaser or univibe setting, like maybe Dave Gilmore might do, you don't need to have a separate flanger in the mix. It's all built into that delay. So I love this pedal. I cannot love it more. Uh, Well, I could.
2: (laughs) I've actually uh, already heard some feedback from some retailers too. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, one of them. Was basically one of them, basically just said the cool thing that he loved about it most was the price point as compared to the timeline. I don't know if I'm allowed to say he's already families. doing his sales yeah. job, he's only been right? here five minutes. But, it's
1: brilliant. <laughs> we've trained him but well.
2: No, is, is number one the price point because he was like, you know, that's the one everybody's going to kind of hold it to. And he said the fact that it's it's more, it's basically like having every delay pedal you want and one. You know, so if you want lo-fi for one tune, boom, you got that. And the doctor, right? If you want something that's kind of s- sterile and digital, you have a digital lay. If you want something warm and tape, you got that. And th- the fact that you can change that. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you can change it on the fly, you know, yeah. and it's... <laughs> you know, you're not stuck and you don't have to go down and change everything. And, you know,
1: no, so, you I know. mean, it, we thought long and hard about like how to implement the interface on this. So the, the, there are some quirks that some people won't like, but th- I think they're all very usable. But what, what I would say about this delay is, you know, this isn't a delay where we try to be like all the wildest, wackiest delays all in one box. This, yeah, this, is, delays. Delays. this is all, yeah. this is like your toolbox of usable delays. Gigable delays. <laughs> yeah. You're going to pick three or four that you love and they're probably the only ones you're going to use on this. Because, you know, some of them are relatively similar because they're based on similar architecture. But they're they're all different. And once you find those thrift, once you dial them in, oh, my God, it's so right. good.
2: And for me personally, I mean, I'll be sure. honest. I I need two delays, right? I need just your standard analog-sounding delay. But I also like the doctor. But the problem is... I, for me, it's the FTE and the Doctor, mm-hmm. right? I want both of those. But okay. So this, and, this and solves so that for
1: me. It does. And, and this is, again, the, the thing for Wampler fans, and I'm sorry to take the uh, the stage with the shouting about your name again, Bri, uh, but the faux tape Echo <laughs> only had a very limited uh, range on it because of the chip mm-hmm. we used. The photo eight hundred milliseconds is 800 that right? Eight hundred milliseconds, and it got kind of glitchy. well, yeah, and
0: it's and it's about two hundred milliseconds more than you really want to, right? Uh, I mean, because it, because it, it, all those analog, well, let me back up.
2: analog delays chip.
0: for sure with the 2399 chip type delays. I mean, you know, it's the Princeton 2399 oh. chips that, uh, you know, that's fine. That's oh, after 300 milliseconds, it starts <laughs> to degrade at a
1: frequency. of. Anyways, um, yeah, there was some degrading that went on. There was, and, mm-hmm. and we did find a really cool workaround with the programming uh, to, to make it degrade as graceful as possible. But with the faux on the Metaverse, you've now got one that goes up to um, 2,000 milliseconds, much cleaner degrades. And, of course, what I like about it is you can trial each algorithm out because the, the parameters are common. So you set one delay up and think, actually, let me see what it sounds like if I just flick it into the doctor mode and the doctor inherits all the same settings and you can hear it. But right. uh, you, I, I'm so glad you bring the doctor because it's a, an underloved delay from us. And oh, I love have, that
0: delay. That was, yeah, one of my, that was, yeah, one oh, my favorites. so good. Yeah.
1: So for Wampler for fans, just having the twin delay kind of sound off the ethereal, the faux tape echo and the doctor in one box, I think that's value straight away. So yeah, immediately mm-hmm. buy one. Everyone who's listening. Yeah, no, I, did I do good, I Bri? Easily, Did I do good? Sir? Yeah, you did.
0: I mean, that's okay. I mean, we we didn't even get into how you get the two attaboys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, on the on on the analog. I keep saying the analog algorithms, but mm-hmm. that's
1: the like, analog emulations. Right, the, and,
0: yeah. So as you turn the time up, it does degrade the sound of the repeats, like you would on an analog delay. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, these go up to two seconds. So the actual, like the Aquapus, I think it was 300 milliseconds, so 0.3 of a second. Wow. You know, so, I mean, you get a lot more range and uh, versatility out of a lot of the algorithms. So
1: Yeah, so, I mean, let, let me just actually quickly go through what those algorithms are very briefly, because it isn't necessarily explicitly said in the quick user guide even though probably the, uh, the the copy we send to dealers well as you saw in in my video yesterday
0: i'm i pretty much say exactly what i was you know interpreting i Take it all back. I, I didn't realize the video would have been out,
1: but of course it would. So, of course it is. Of course is. it is. Now.
2: Look, I've had COVID. Oh, I've sure. lost some brain
1: cells. All right. I'm, I'm not quite at American levels yet, but I'm getting there. Shots fired.
2: Uh-huh. Uh huh. They went over my head, though. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Can you break it down?
1: No, I can't. Um, so, yeah, hardware wise, I'm if you like the terraform you're going to love this um we've put a huge amount of time into thinking about how everything on this works obviously you haven't got the pre-post that you would get on the terraform but you've got a trail switch so you got some of the the bypass thing going on it is stereo we haven't got any like i say wacky ping-ponging delays so all the stereo is going to do is add width or allow you to kind of run two complete separate oh it's
0: it's massive in stereo like it's I'm I'm not a big fan of ping pong delays. Like very limited use with those. Gimme key, right? This is yeah. This is literally separate, complete stereo separation. I mean, in fact, it's so it's some people talk about stereo separation, but this pedal, you literally can run like let's say you have two different amps, you can run each effect loop through the different channels, and they're completely isolated and separate. Which a lot of stereo pedals like aren't that way. It'll Mm -hmm. just like invert the. It'll do something to one channel
2: a little bit different you know? So it's, um, it's pretty cool. Pretty awesome, man. (laughs) Well, I know like, so for me, I'm not a huge modulation guy, right? So yes, I have a terraform. I love it for the Leslie effect and I do use the univide, but I always have a separate vibe pedal on my, on my board, just a standalone. But for me, the delay thing, I, this is just so much more usable for me just because I'm not a modulation guy, right? So when you told me about, the inception of this, I was like, oh, man, sign me up. And you've been playing at church a lot more, haven't you? Yeah, so be honest with you. I quit gigging. I completely quit gigging, and my only gig now is playing at church. Yep. So basically, you're going to need two of these. (laughs) Yes.
1: <laughs> but the beauty is, is, you could see what that sounds like by using the plugin and running two delays at once, which I did the other night and nearly destroyed my monitor speakers. But that's not- <laughs> oh, because the feedback! Oh, dude, I didn't realize I had like a I had like one really wacky one on and one regular one, and it just it just sent the feedback to like squeak yeah. hell. Yep. Yeah. I my mean, favorite. I've
2: been using. I was about to say, I love it whenever I'm doing stuff like that, and then I leave this on, and it's coming through the monitors, and then it's just, you don't know where it's coming from, and then it's just an endless feedback loop.
1: I like feedback. <laughs> it's not the sort of feedback you like, Bri. It's not, oh. No, oh. No, not not so, that feedback. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the plugins, because again, this is a whole new area for us. So again... What happens is if you register your um, Metaverse online uh, at the OnePlus Pedals website, you'll be sent a link that will take you through to get a free license, essentially, for the plugins. You download the plugins, you install them, and you'll get every one of these um, algorithms. They'll they'll all appear as separate plugins because we intend to probably sell a couple of them individually down the line as as plugins. So it's like a suite... Um, but it is a very sweet, sweet. Um, not yet on yeah. Pro Tools. It is VST3 and audio unit only, so everything but Pro Tools, basically. Right. But it's so much fun, and and this is why I wanted to go back to the doctor with you, Travis. I threw that doctor on some vocals. And you you it, sent
2: me the link. Uh, and and was that was just awesome. like a
1: super low fi version. Honestly, it's so good, Bri. With oh, yeah, I know, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, hey, I've been using a,
0: because obviously, we've been working on these plugins for years now. And I've been using the delay plugins on literally every vocal track that I do. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, not a bunch, but just enough to add a little bit of space to, th- to stuff. And it's uh, it yeah works great on vocals. Oh, I, I wanted to back up a little bit, though, too. Because I wanted to clarify this, especially for those who may be listening in a year from now. So, you get the plugins for free when you buy the pedal new. So obviously on the used market, like let's say you bought someone buys one, they flip it, they've already registered, they flipped it, and now you're trying to register it. I mean, we need probably need to do something there where, you know, if you buy it used, you get a discounted rate or something. But obviously we can't just keep giving out free plugins to every single person buying the same used pedal eight times in a row. (laughs) But you know, because that is what some folks do when they like to flip gear. Yeah.
1: Try it. I mean, Primarily, we are not a software company. So this software is a new area for us that I think is very exciting. And, it, and it's, it's not stopping here. You know, this is just the start of it. So there are going to be updates, there are going to be versions, and there are going to be offers on software down the line, I'm sure. But Right. Uh, right now, And I'm
0: sure there's going to be the person that's like, I've got a 1983 Commodore <laughs> and this is not working on it. What's wrong with that? And, and I'm going to say... <laughs> Richard, uh, you want to do tech support on this
1: stuff? <laughs> no, you're going to say, Richard, I've told you before, we don't support your Commodore here. Get out of here. <laughs> So, yes, plugins, yes, hardware, joyous pedal that we've hinted at for ages, uh, and it's finally out. I'm so happy to get this out. This has been a, a big old release for us, Brian. Yeah, I,
0: mean, we, I think we were that originally going to do this movie. in 2020. I we think started work. What on happened it in
2: 2002? Something happened
0: y- then. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember what. Oh, I know what it was. My my child was home from school for most of the year. <laughs>
1: that's what it was. That destroyed everybody.
0: <laughs> <And> that's just <laughs> your child. <laughs> that and you know we couldn't get chips for the next year. So yeah, that was great. So wow, we released we've a lot done of overdrive.
1: half an hour of this podcast on Wampler-related subjects, Bry, This <laughs> right. is a brand new I Chasing Tone record.
0: <laughs> Sun- yeah, all, all we're
2: missing is Sunday,
0: Sunday, Sunday. Get your metaverse now.
2: <laughs> Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, yeah. that's true. That's
1: true. <laughs> so what else we got going on uh, Gentle Folk? Anything else happening in the gear world? Um, Well,
2: well, you know me; I'm I'm still all about vintage gear, and I always will be. I I finally got. You know, you hear about these deals, right? Where people find these steals of deals, and you're like, "That never happens to me." Because and and it does never happen
1: to me. It 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 never happens happens to you. I know it happens to you. It never happens to me. It happened to me. I'm not saying happens. I hate him already, Bry. Can we can we just get rid of (laughs) lose him now, please?
2: So, so uh, real quick story for anybody that likes vintage gear. I have this friend who contacts me and says, "Hey, what's this stuff worth?" And it's just a picture of an old two old Telecasters and an old Vibrolux, and I'm like. I have no idea. I was, bucks. I was like, I need, I need more information. And he was like, Okay, look, my friend's dad died, left in this stuff. He says he bought it all brand new before he was born, and he was born in '74. So I'm like, Okay. So I, the guy's like, Hey, I just want idea what it's worth, and and I was completely honest. I exhausted all my resources. Tree-fitty.
1: That's what <laughs> right, <tree-fitty>. and
2: I <laughs> I told him exactly what everything <laughs> was worth, and he goes, he goes, Hey, do you want to buy it? And I laughed. I was like, "I appreciate you think that I'm the type of person that has the money to spend on a 71, 72, and 73 Fender product, but I'm not your guy." So then he sends me a uh, a text a couple weeks later and says, "What if I made you a package deal?" And I was like, "Man, I hate being dishonest because it's sentimental gear, but like, I don't really want it. Like, if it was the price, I couldn't refuse. Sure." Right, you're like, if I was Brian, I'd be all over these telecasters, <laughs> right? Exactly. But. So, he made me a price I couldn't refuse, and I was just like, oh my gosh. So, I went and I sold, and I got within $50. So, let's say the magic number was two thousand dollars. I went and sold $1,950 worth of stuff <laughs> and bought this stuff. So, it only cost me 50 bucks, but uh, hmm. so, so yeah, I have a 71 yeah, telecaster,
1: Bri- Bri, all original. It. Get get rid of him now. It, it, was, more like
2: two, it was more than two. It's more than two thousand. But uh, and then I have a seventy one Telecaster with factory or seventy two Telecaster with factory Bigsby, and then a completely untouched seventy three Vibralux Reverb. Yeah, I scored, man. I finally scored.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, the the tellies. i The Bigsby's never done it for me on a telly, but I'm sure it's a hell of a lot of fun to play. But. That blonde telly there, that that really um, that does speak to me. It's it, you've been looking blonde at me. blonde tellies quite a bit, haven't I, you? I have. I really want something i've i've looked at a few vintage I, i'll tell you in a minute about my auction but i don't want to steal travis's thunder just yet. oh
2: no uh, I, I i've already but, had my thunder man no, i got these uh, things and i love yeah
1: them. i'm jealous like i was jealous of the 63 strat is it a 63 strat you have 64 64 i was jealous of that so now you've got like a <laughs> whole collection of extra bits on top it's not fair but i shall come out there and i shall play them and then i'll probably absolutely Ah, Absolutely. he deserves these. He He's a nice <laughs> enough chap. Uh, they look so, awesome, man. So Thanks, uh, man.
0: which which Soldano are you wanting to trade that Viberlux for?
1: <laughs> I, can't,
0: <laughs>
2: I can't say yet.
1: Right, he works for Soldano too. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you need to try a different one.
2: I, I can't say yet, but I've played it and it's great.
1: I know which one you're talking about that is a fantastic amp well um, I too bought an amp that you probably want to buy uh, Bri ah this is a magnificent amplifier what'd you buy actually it kind of is it kind of isn't so I got one of the Soldano uh, I got a couple of those Soldano mini amps here and I thought I'd try one of the mini amp heads out and I thought I don't want to plug it into my 4x12 because I've got a full size Soldano plugged into that so Instead, I bought a Vox 8-inch cab. It's only a 25-watt speaker at the moment, uh, and I tried it in that, and it's amazing. It's like the tiniest, loudest amp ever. But that's awesome. 30-watt amp, 25-watt speaker, that's a recipe for disaster at some point. Even my basic electronics knowledge says that's never going to last. <laughs> so tonight, I have ordered a 100-watt Celestion um Eight-inch speaker to stick in it, which has got the maddest frequency range. It was like, I think it was like sixty hertz to six thousand hertz. So I was like, that's probably going to sound pretty decent in that box. And it's a hundred watt. And which, now, which
0: speaker is it?
1: Oh, I forget. Um, I think it's a ten-eight. Let me just have a quick look at my email from my good friends now at Towman, who sold sold it to me. Uh, yeah, I
0: mean, speaker. A lot of people get hung up on on the speaker wadded stuff. The thing is, like, whenever you're pushing your power amp, let's say it's 30 watts, you're not like... It's not like you turn it on and, boom, you got 30 watts all the time and you're going to destroy right, a speaker. It, speaker.
1: It's, it's obviously peaks and stuff yeah. like that you got to watch out for. And, look, I, I was fine at the idea... Honestly, at one-third volume, this amp is loud enough to fill a room. It's ridiculous. Awesome. Yeah. These mini amps, I'm yeah. telling you, bro, you need to try one because oh, I know you've
0: had... Oh, I, I've tried the prototype. Yeah,
1: that's not the same. <laughs> you got to try the real ones because they look so cute, okay? They do look great. And <laughs> do right, that look great. throws Rumble. you off because you yeah. look at it and go, oh, look at this little cute ant. You switch it on and it's like breathing fire at you. I was like, wow. <laughs> no, these things are uh, awesome. So, yeah, we find out what speaker it was. Uh, sender contains tow man. Here we go. What the listeners really look forward to every week is me looking through my phone.
0: Mm, yeah,
2: <laughs> let's just let's just take a minute and just just
0: wait on. Yeah, Richard's just speaker. just wait. Yeah, I if can we'll tell you, I had music it,
2: on. I had an interesting experience with a speaker. So, one speaker I've always hated is the Vintage Thirty. Right, it's got a peaky thing. It does. Peaky high thing. It mm-hmm. does, and I've always hated it. And like so much so that I bought a Rivera amp. I didn't know it had a vintage now 30. Now we're in it. talking. And and I hated it. I started playing, hated it. And I was like, oh man, I know I love this amp because I've had one in the past. So I opened it up and sure enough, it was a vintage thirty. And of course I'm thinking <coughs> like, I'm awesome because I'm like, oh right. yeah, I knew I hated that speaker. But whatever. Right. So I I didn't throw it away. I kept it just in case I needed a backup or something. Well, I got another amp and I put it through my favorite speaker, which is a G twelve H thirty from Celestion. Mm-hmm. I just always agree with what's put through. Those that. are great. Yeah. Um, it's not like fancy or nothing. It just I always agree with it, right? And I'm I'm accustomed to it. But mm-hmm. well, this new amp just sounded average through it. So hmm. on a hunch, I put that vintage thirty in the cab through this new amp, and it's my favorite tone I've ever had. Hmm. I'm honestly like, I, he, I'm, I'm like are you kidding me
1: <laughs> i'm not surprised i'm on exactly the same page so my my guitar teacher john uh has uh an older soldano slo 100 he um he auditioned every single speaker he could for a cab for it, and he ended up with i think they're gt 75 1275, mm-hmm. something like that yep. uh and and he said they're way better than everything else and yeah his rig sounds amazing I bought the... Actually, it's a 2x12. I bought the the Soldano 2x12 uh, for my SLO 30. And that is vintage 30s in it. And he was like, you're going to need to change those speakers. But they've done something. I don't know what magic they've done between yeah, maybe they did the something. head... Because I know they did do something to tune it to these speakers. It sounds great through the vintage 30s. And I, I'm, I'm with you. I've got a uh, Rivera, which has had its speakers removed. And uh, I think it's got a cream back in it now. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, Vintage 30s never really did it for me. In this, they are amazing. So I don't know what's happening. So uh, it's a Celestian TF0818, Bry, 100 watt, wait, 8 wait, ohms, it 70 say it again? to which, 6. Which model? TF0818. I've never heard of that. No, I well, didn't. it's an 8-inch speaker. So. <laughs> oh,
0: it's an 8-inch. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I have no idea about 8 inches. <laughs>
1: Amanda said so. exactly the same thing the other day. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, I mean, just, I, I mean, all my amps are 12s, you know? Uh, even, like, even when I use the Sedona 100, or, no, that's a 30, but when I was using the the 100, I just ran it into, like, a 1, or either a 112 or a 212 greenback. And, I mean, I no, know they're low wattage speakers, but I never turned it up loud enough to really
1: kill it. No, but and no, it, received it wisdom is, is that I should have got a 10 or a 12-inch um, cab. No doubt, but I... Look at my room. It's full of gear. I've got no room. And I wanted just like a little portable thing. And it seems that my, you know, my Katana uh, Air that I made you buy and you were like, this isn't a head. This hasn't got valves in it. It <laughs> seems that my daughter has now inherited that. So no, that's
0: it's actually, that's the perfect amp to take camping. It's brilliant. So I usually take that ca- camping. yeah.
1: It, yep. it's, Is it's battery gr- powered? It can be, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Takes six double awesome. A's. Mm-hmm. Lasts about an hour, but it is right. really, nothing really like
0: good. sitting around a campfire with your electric
1: guitar, <laughs> yeah. you know, shredding some ingvay,
0: you what? know, <laughs> well, because acoustic guitars are stupid.
1: <laughs> uh, well, uh, hold on there, sir. But uh, honestly, Actually, right, acoustic guitars sound really great to the metaverse. <laughs> I mean, you know you're but the um, that katana head, my daughter is, is like she's practicing um, like corn and slipknot type stuff. And she's playing it through that little katana. And she prefers it over an amp and pedal, because she's like, the sound effects are just perfect for me. They're just like, boss have got this so, so good. She can press two buttons and sound like her favorite uh, guitarist, um, whoever he may be, Tommy Slipknot.
2: Yeah I Tommy think it's Jim Rude, Rude isn't it Is
1: it Jim yeah, it is Jim Rude. Actually that's uh, yeah, not Tommy, a favorite, a favorite guitarist <laughs> is definitely Frank Iero but hey I had a chance to make little a Johnny <laughs> <down the street. laughs> yeah. little, little Johnny Slipknot over there down the street Little
2: Johnny Slipknot
1: He'll be playing in that bar that Brian was talking about where they put all the How chairs Hey y'all
0: doing Bob Got Johnny with me here tonight
1: fellas <laughs> Gonna play uh. some Slipknot
2: by the way, I saw a cool video of, of Slipknot recently. Of the a fan crowd stoppage. Yeah. 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 We
1: discussed that one last week, actually, didn't we? Um, that mm-hmm. is the right way of doing it.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I've seen other bands, you know, videos since that tragedy happened or whatever. I've seen like Linkin Park did it once, and you know, but yeah, just you know, you don't you don't associate like Slipknot with like, hey, let's be cool to each other. Right. <laughs> and I'm sure they are, right? But you know what I mean. Right. But,
1: yeah. But I mean look, sure. y- you are a you know, <clears throat> basically a professional musician. You've earned money from your music. You know that most people who want to make music are nice people because of course. To, like the will to make something that is just not money, but it's esoteric and pleasurable, it brings out a creativity that makes people nicer, I think. So absolutely. Brian's Sometimes. the exception. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. or
2: entitled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a few of those, too. Only brown M&Ms
1: in my, uh, in my rider. Um, so yeah, there's, also, there's
0: actually good reasons for that, actually. Yes, sure. there
1: is. A, the, the, the reason of the brown M&Ms was to test whether the backstage crew were actually listening. Right. Uh, but for you, it is just entitlement. It's just you. Right, it's like,
0: you may not know, but I'm kind of a big thing. <laughs> Uh, I make guitar pedals, so I would like brown M and M's only, please.
2: <laughs> I actually was asked to provide a writer for one gig once. That's whenever I knew. I was like, "Hey, I'm kind of getting somewhere," and and literally all I said was, "No meat and water," because <laughs> we were playing in England. Then the gig, like the oh, you were playing floor, like,
1: in England, and you said no meat and water. They would have yeah. literally just bought you an egg and some water. Yeah, so, that would have been so,
2: it. Uh, we did this one gig. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we got food for you. We went back to the green room, and it was like a crock pot. Do you guys call them crock pots? Do you know what a crock pot is? Yeah, I, yeah, okay.
1: casserole pot, but yeah, same okay, thing. Yeah. yeah,
2: it was a casserole pot filled with water, and then like some type of ground beef just floating in it. <laughs> like and you peel it out, and it's just dripping water, and I'm like...
1: are you sure they weren't cannibals and they weren't throwing you in that later that's like (laughs) we put our musicians in here and eat them Um, I I, I hear a lot of people especially from your country complain about the food in this country and uh, there is a reason is except for the very civilized parts of this country of which there are many there are some weird things that people eat out here and it is very (laughs) poor quality well
2: like the what is it the cheese and onion sandwiches that's whoa. big over there. Well, it was. Uh, like, whoa, hold on. like, we go to a gas a station, delicacy. Brian, and, and we see tuna fish or roast beef over there. It's right. cheese and onion.
1: Yes. What? Cheese and what? onion is one of spray. the greatest flavors known to man. That's,
0: that's like, there's nothing to that. It's cheese and, you know, the things you pick well, off when let me tell you meat. let me tell you what
1: there isn't. There is no meat in it. So it's a very handy vegetarian sandwich what? with flavor. Yeah.
0: There's no veg- okay, onions are a vegetable, but that's not a good vegetable. I mean, like you need green peppers and black
1: olives. Onion's actually a great vegetable.
0: Actually, it's not. That's what I pick off <laughs> when I'm eating my sandwich. I pick yeah, off the onions so way. Here's a controversial
2: hot take. A lot of Americans will hate me for this, probably, but the best steak I've ever had in my life, two of the best steaks I've ever had in my life were in the northeast of England.
1: This, this is insanity. Firstly, right? the northeast right? of England is basically Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you go to the northeast, you may have to watch out for low flying dragons.
2: One of them was in, New- in, in Newcastle. Yes. Uh, a place That's called a- Caf-
1: Cafe Lowry was the name of the restaurant. Okay. Nice. And yeah. I guess there's some I, quality places up there. I
2: guess the chef up there was friends with Gordon, Gordon Ramsay or whatever, and they came up together. But it's so it's like that class level or whatever. It's, it's, and then there's a place. I don't even know if you've heard of this town called Prudhoe. Uh,
1: Prudhoe? I, I think I have. Yes. I've never been it's there. It's
2: tiny. It's yeah. tiny. It's just outside of Newcastle. They have a place. I think it's called Franco's. But right? I, I, had a, I had a steak there, man. It is literally the best steak I've ever had in my life.
1: We do good steaks. Uh, Look, all joking aside, we have some fantastic restaurants in this country now, and we have some fantastic cuisine. But and then you have like the the Chillingham
2: cattle, right? (laughs) Right. Do you know the the Chillingham cattle? Do you know about that? So I guess it's world famous. Like the best cuts of beef or whatever come from these cattle in Chillingham.
1: Never heard of it. I think they were conning you. Is that, is that uh, where like they massage the beef and stuff? Like, like, massage it, here's an American. Let's charge him double for for a bit of this old oh, no. mutton that we've got oh, lying around. No, I didn't around. pay for
2: a thing. I didn't pay. For oh, a it was thing. on the rider.
1: Check you yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have been so cool to hang with you in this country when you were here. It's a shame our pals don't I need, cross. I
0: need a rider when we do Nam shows.
1: I wonder how far that. Oh get. yeah, I can just see. It I'd now. like coffee, uh, peanut butter, and yogurt. <laughs> Make sure the yogurt is white and the peanut butter is brown and the coffee is somewhere in between.
0: And I need a gall- <laughs> I need nice. a five gallon drum of sugar for
1: my coffee. And,
0: and a ten gallon drum of skull. <laughs> and hand sanitizer, please.
2: By the way, your shirt, uh, Richard, is giving me flashbacks.
1: Oh, sorry. It's
2: a, it, <laughs> no, it's called. It's a. He's wearing a a bulldog shirt. It's a.
1: Brian it's, didn't even know what the bulldog was. Look, here's a clue, oh.
0: Brian. Looks <laughs> mm, <laughs> familiar vaguely. Yeah, d- a, what does uh, that
1: word say, Brian? <laughs> I, I
2: can't see it. Amsterdam. <laughs> Amsterdam. Amster, the bulldog. Amsterdam. Oh, I see it now. So, yeah, oh yeah. I had a do in Amsterdam. There. Is it like a football team or... Hold on, you had a seizure in the Bulldog? I had a seizure at the Bulldog. (laughs) Had you been
1: taking some of the Bulldog's hashish? (laughs) (laughs) I think you probably had, yes. That's why you had a seizure, my friend. Uh, Yes,
0: yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Yeah, we recently uh, went out to Amsterdam for a little uh, family holiday. It was rather (laughs) wonderful. And actually, that's where I had the best steak I've ever eaten in my life. It may... It, it was from a, like, a nice restaurant called Meat and & Co. And they like showed you all the cuts of beef and they were like yay thick and all of this. But I was mm-hmm. stoned off my gourd. So I was like, <laughs> the biggest steak, the most sauce, and the most chips, please. So, <laughs> uh, it was fantastic. Um, it's a very civilized country, Bri. Yeah,
2: yeah, I was going like to say, it. Amsterdam, I have never seen a population so full of pretty people. Like, I am hideously... A one in Amsterdam, <laughs> like every, they're like it's just it's like the
1: Dutch models are, everywhere. Yeah, the Dutch are, I, I mean, same. I was talking to one of our artists, Jamie Humphreys, who lives over in uh, uh, Sweden, I believe, and he's like, mm-hmm. all of these Scandinavians are just beautiful, clear skin, blonde hair, yeah. the works. I'm like, yep, yep, much like me and my family. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Uh, I have got some other topics, but we we'll probably move over to Patreon now to talk about those, including my, um, my amazing guitar auction win. So, Bri, do you want to run mm-hmm. through the uh, executive sure. producers? Sure. So, huge, huge thanks and shout-outs
0: to these fine folks. Bill Bays, Jake Young from Man Helm Podcast, Justin Burke, David Tindall, Night Haas, Dave Trombetti, Shannon Weaver and the band Reduced to Rust, Eric Wilson, Vida Rostad, Michael Freer, Sean Arbo of Gun Street Wiring, Rick Calhoun of Honey Picks, uh, DJ Paddy F, Dylan Toxtone, Strand, Kevin Harrington, Barry from Groze Guitars, Felicia Makes the Annoying Memes, Tom Kelly, Pigsy, Zebo, John O'Neill, Robert Carr, Hunter Hudson, Brett Alexander, Rob Stokes, and Jordan from The Poison, The Noises. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Chasing Tone Podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email podcast at and I'll personally get your email. To email Travis, email Travis at boutiqueampsdistribution.com and Richard can be reached at richard at If you'd like to show your support for the show, the simplest and free way to do that is just to share this podcast with a friend and leave a review and a rating wherever you normally get your podcasts. Make sure to check out Blake's podcast called The Tone Mob as well. And make sure to check out WamplerPedals.com for blogs, videos, and of course, guitar pedals and effects. If you'd like to hear the post-podcast conversations and to get even more content, double the content, check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Chasing Tone Podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.